It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
morning. It's me, finally. Christos Anesti, my friends. Christ has risen. And on that we can depend. He will come back for us and make everything right. So that's we have faithful uh, faith in, and uh, we just keep right on going. Uh, good morning. I'm your host and friend, Reverend Sean McKinney. I'd like to welcome listeners to Sacred Sunday. Sacred Sunday was created just to focus on the tenet that Sunday is a special day to set aside some time for spiritual focus, meditation, and prayer. All faiths are welcome. I'm a Christian in recovery, and all Bible readings would be out of my Ryrie Study Bible, and you may use any Bible you wish, of course. I've had many spiritual experiences, and in gratitude, you'll have ongoing Bible readings and discussion about our spiritual experiences, if you'd like. I'm just focused on being my real self and carrying the message given to me. So for now, let's do our opening prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christus Zanesti. And we pray for all the Christians being persecuted worldwide. Their freedom to worship and lives are in jeopardy. And we pray for all those who are suffering from violence here and abroad. We pray for the soldiers who are protecting us and protecting our country. And Archangel Michael, watch over all of our soldiers overseas and here. We pray for those who are sick in mind and body. And we also pray for the soldiers that have PTSD and everybody who has suffered from violence and suffers daily with stress and anxiety and depression. We pray for those who are lonely and uncomforted. We ask God to please forgive us our sins. And we pray for those suffering from hunger domestic violence in their own homes, and we want freedom from addiction of all kinds. Please, God, we need your help. Please, God, send your mighty Archangel Michael to fight against evil and protect lives that are taken for distorted and evil reasons. But we do believe that if this happens, that they have become martyrs and they will now pray for us in heaven. All your angels to watch over everyone, and our prayers go out to all those who suffer in the world, including the animals, who can't speak for themselves. We also pray for the wisdom of our president and the rest of our policymakers. They have many decisions to make, and we are praying for countries for problems of suffering all over the world. Thank you, God, for everything you have given us. And we ask Jesus to bless us and help us grow under his care and his likeness. Thank you, God. Thank you. And we keep everybody and their families in our prayers for uh, many different reasons, whether it's anxiety, illness, they need a job, anything to help our path grow lighter and please have our prayers answered as we fervently pray for help. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, if you don't have a Bible today, you can go to www.biblia.com and you can get an online Bible, and I like it because it does the cross-reference. Excuse me. And if you want to uh, go to another site, it's www.biblegateway.com. They have a lot of information there. The opening music was by Save Vocal Group from the CD Native Angels by Save. If you want to order a copy, contact Save.org. 
They're on Facebook and do live shows. You can listen to them on YouTube for free. And they also have a CD on Amazon that I like. And um, you're welcome to listen to all that unusual music. Um, it's Native American music with Gregorian-type uh, featured singers. Okay, so now I want to wish everybody whose birthdays today or happy anniversary or anything like that, happy occurrences, we wish you a very happy, blessed birthday and anniversary and a very prosperous and loving year ahead. And we also want to include Eliana Burton. She's 48. Linda Unruh, I went to uh, school over at Morningside High in Inglewood with uh, her brothers. And uh, and her father, of course, is Jesse Unruh, the congressman. And she's 61. And then Caroline Richards, who's 47 years old. And I would like to say happy birthday and a big shout-out to all the birthday babies today. And uh, God bless you with many uh, gifts and also happiness. So uh, never give up. Uh, These birthdays are amazing, and I'm really amazed that they told the truth about their age because I don't. Oh, yes, I do, but, you know, I don't sometimes. Anyway, we have a very interesting uh, uh, uh uh, service this morning, and I want to tell you what happened. Num- two things happened. Last week, I guess my phone or, or something happened with uh, Blog Talk Radio, but I couldn't dial in. I was tr- trying to create a show, and it wouldn't create. Anyway, I had I guess I had uh, posted like four shows, and uh, I had to take them all out because, of course, I couldn't even dial in to get on the show. So, Sorry about that, and then um, this morning, I tried to call in again, and my phone had changed its uh, service and considers the phone number that I call into Blog Talk Radio, uh, you know, internet radio uh, format, so they're now charging me for that, too, and uh, it's, it's uh, anyway, it was a nice surprise, and so I had to set that up so I was a little late coming in and uh, hooking up with you this morning. So I'm going to uh, do the whole thing, and uh, it will run a little later, I I hope, with my with some positive content. And that um, what's going to happen, I'll run over a little bit, but in archives. Hi, archive people. I love you. God bless you. Um, when you listen in archives, um It'll you'll be able to hear the whole thing, okay? So whatever happens, we'll just keep going. And I didn't give up. I was a little shook up, but I didn't give up. So I'm here. So anyway, this morning we're we've gone on to James two, and it's a very interesting. And uh, let me read you the summary of James chapter two. Then we're going to go ahead and everybody open your Bible. So get ready for that. Anyway, James two. Sorry, one percenters, you know, the top one percent. Being a faithful person means you don't favor rich people over poor people. When fancy folks wearing expensive clothes stroll into church, everyone falls all over themselves trying to get these hoity-toity guys a seat. When someone without a lot of cash in pockets walks in, he's told to stand or sit on the ground. It's not very polite. And if that's how you treat the poor whom God specifically said we are going to be a part of his kingdom, then you are really not getting it, says James. Why should Christians love these rich guys so much anyway? Wealthy folks are the ones who have you arrested by following Jesus. They drag you into court and basically mock God. So what's so awesome about them? 
Uh, again. Anyway, faith versus works, the ultimate showdown. Remember when Jesus said that you should love your neighbor as yourself? He was pretty serious about that. If you don't follow his teachings, then you've broken God's law. And we know what happens to lawbreakers, don't we? Hint, it's not pretty. If you're merciful to others, God will repay the favor. But if you spend most of your free time judging people based on their appearances, then God is going to judge the heck out of you too. Seriously, you can't say you follow God and then act like a jerk. Having faith alone can't save you. You also need to do good work to complete the picture. James continues, if you don't help anyone and just smile at the poor people and wish them well, where are they supposed to live? How are they going to eat? And if you don't help those in need, all your pious faith and feel-good beliefs are dead in the water. Of course, some knuckleheads think that you can separate out faith and work, uh, from works. These folks say, hey, I have faith in God. I do the good works. Then everyone will be covered. Nope, sorry, it doesn't work like that. There's one God, right? That means you can't divide out believing and doing. If you have faith, you'll act like it. Put your money where your mouth is. Take Abraham, for example. He, God told him to sacrifice his son Isaac, and Abraham was totally going to do it. He had the knife at the poor kid's throat when God told him to stop. Abraham didn't just believe in God. He, excuse me, Abraham, for, he, didn't believe in God. he didn't just believe in God, sorry. He, God said was right, and he believed him. He acted on it. Rehab, too. Rehab, she might have been a Canaanite prostitute, but she helped the Israelites get into the promised land. Because of what she did, God totally dug her. If your spirit leaves your body, you're dead. And if you just think nice things about God but never do anything, you're dead, too. Enough said. Anyway, thanks to smook.com. Um, you know, the, the summary is from Harvard students that have studied this back and forth. And uh, they really do know what the source is about, and uh, that's why I use them, because they say the straight deal. So anyway, so let's go to James chapter 2, straight in our Bibles. So as we open up our Bible, we become uh, aware that we have read straight through the New Testament all the way to James 2, which is quite amazing. And uh, we're, we're, we're really proud of that. And we're also thankful. Okay, so let's now read James chapter 2. My brethren, do not hold your faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ with an attitude of personal favoritism, the conduct. For if a man comes into your assembly with a gold ring and dressed in fine clothes, and there are, also comes a man, a, a poor man in with dirty clothes, and you pay special attention to the one who is wearing the fine clothes and say, you sit here in a good place, and you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down by my footstool. The consequences. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil motives? Listen, my beloved brethren, do not that chill... Ch- did not God chose the poor of this world to be rich in faith and in the heirs in the kingdom of which he promised to those who love him? 
you but you have dishonored the poor man. It is not rich the rich who oppress you and personally drag you into court. Do they not blaspheme your fair name by which you have been called? If, however, you are fulfilling the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the laws of transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles in one point, he has become guilty of all. But for he who is said, do, your, do not commit adultery, also said, do not commit murder. Now, if you do not commit murder, but do commit uh, adultery, but do commit murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and so act as those who would be judged by the law of liberty. But judgment will be merciless to the one who has shown no mercy, and mercy triumphs over judgment. Okay, faith versus works. The inquiry. What use is it, many my brethren, if someone says he has faith but has no works? Can that faith save him? Illustration. If a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food, and one of you saves, says to them, go in peace and be warmed and be filled, and yet you do not give them what is necessary for their body, what use is that? Even so, faith, if there is no works, is dead, being by itself, the indoctrination. But someone may well say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You may believe that God is one, you do well, and the demons also believe and shudder. But you are willing to recognize, you, you foolish fellow, that faith without works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up Isaac, his son, on the altar? You see that that faith was working with his works, and as a result of the works, the faith was perfected. Now we're up all the way up to 23. And the scripture was fulfilled in many ways. And Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. For you see that a man justified by works and not by faith alone. In the same way was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, also faith without works is dead. The three which we'll discuss next week. So let's see if I can even see the notes. So let's go down to... And I'm going to try because it makes me hesitate. So I'm going to start leading, even though I have my glasses on, everything. I'm going to start getting, having to get a big, big letter version for all this. But anyway, I'm going to keep going. Sorry for my hesitancy, and because sometimes I can't read this stuff. So anyway, do not show personal favoritism. Show no partiality, especially in regard to people of uh, position and wealth that might come into the congregation. Our glorious Lord Jesus, better the Lord, the glory, in God's glory. Assembly, synagogue, church, not indicated. A Jewish synagogue, but a meeting place for the church. And it was not uncommon for several to be worn as a mark of wealth and social distinction. I'm talking about the golden ring. Okay, so it's getting ready to cut me off the air, but I'm going to keep going. So, uh... 
don't hang up. Just keep listening if you can't hear anything, okay, because it's going to be recorded. The judges with evil motives. To show favoritism to the rich is wrong in a number of ways. It shows one's value system is to be false, and it's discrimination, and it fails to honor the poor whom God honors. So remember that God honors the poor them badly. And um, let's see, let's come to the end of this, and we're going to go on and read the rest next time. And uh, let's see here. I want to find a little story, and um, let's see if we read a new one, because I'm always reading out of my uh, uh, guidepost best we love stories, and I really... I love this. So, okay, let's try this one. Hopefully I haven't read it before. Okay, it says, Wrong Number, Right Answer, by Jesse McGinnis-Jones, Forest City, North Carolina. That morning, February 28, 1992, my granddaughter, Melissa, fixed my hair at the beauty parlor where she works while I caught up on it. I had missed during my recent hospital stay. The Valentine's, on Valentine's Day, after a spell with my heart, I had had a pacemaker put in. I felt good now, and I was will be be away from those doctors and nurses constantly fussing at me. My daughter Rita picked me up at 11:30 and ran back to the trailer. Mama, she said, in a, in a, on the way, why don't you come over to my place and I'll make you a sandwich? And oh no, I, I interrupted her. You already do too much for me. Thank you. I'm fine. Rita was always keeping an eye on me, especially since my heart fell. I didn't want to be rude, but I thought I would look after myself, and I wanted to convince six kids of that. It had been a battle just to stay in my trailer. The fact is, at age 80, the more independent I felt, the happier I was. I had been strong all my life. If anything serious happened, Carolyn, my other daughter, lived right next door to me. I loved my kids, but I didn't understand what they were all so doggone worried about, and I would let them know if I needed something. I said... So long, Rita, and thanked her again for her lunch and the ride home. I'll call you later, Mama, she said, and pulling her car away. I I shrugged and went inside, latching the chain on the door behind me. I I wanted a little work down around the trailer, but I had to get out of my blouse. Some hair clippings had caught under my collar, and they were itching me like crazy. I sat down on my bed and pulled my left arm out of the sleeve. Then the right, and then something went wrong. My arm was stuck. I tried, but my arm wouldn't move. It was just hanging there. I realized with a shock that the whole right side of my body was limp. My Lord, I was having a a stroke. I reached to the phone near the table bed. I couldn't coordinate my movements. It was the most frightening sensation, and I was helpless alone. Carolyn had her grandson for the day and probably wouldn't check on me especially the way I had been carrying on lately. I managed to slide down to the floor and tried to kick the table to knock the phone over, but my legs thrashed around uselessly. I finally I finally hooked my left foot around the one leg of the table and gave it a jerk, and the phone moved a few inches, and I jerked again a few more inches. Still a long way to go. Again, uh, getting closer, my strength was failing. Just as I got the phone poised to go over the edge of the table, it rang. Carolyn and Rita, oh my God, met one of the kids, be one of the kids, two rings, three rings, four. I struggled desperately to topple the phone. 
don't let her hang up. Please don't let her hang up. I let out a weak cry as I made one last lunge at the table, and the phone thudded on the carpet and the receiver handing just inches from my, my reach. My trembling hand crept toward the receiver closer. At last, I held cool plastic to my ear. Help, I guess. Help me. There was a silent pause. The name man hesitated and came on the receiver. Receiver, what? Help, please help. I need help. I screamed. But this time I heard myself. My words were horrible, slurred, garble, with fear and frustration swimming through my head. I tried again. I'm sorry. I can't understand you. Who is this? The stranger asked. I clutched the phone like a lifeline. Please don't hang up. I need you. Are you hurt? Are you sick? Yes, my mind raised. He talked somewhere on the other end. The woman's voice came out. Hello, she said. Can we help you? Again, the horrible sounds came out of my mouth. I was so angry I wanted to throw the phone aside, yet I knew these people were my only hope. God help me to help them. Help me. The voices conferred on again, and then the woman said, we've dialed the wrong number, but you obviously need help. We're going to hang up and call the police. I tried to say something, but I couldn't. Don't hang up. Listen. Please try not to worry. I promise we'll get help for you. Then the line went dead. I felt tears rolling down my cheeks as I pushed the receiver back into the cradle. A terrible silence fell over my trailer. Was this when I was going to die? All alone, begging strangers for help? How would they ever find me? In my living room, there was a montage of snapshots I put together over the years, a big overflowing frame. Two loving husbands, both of them God called home. My six children and all their children. Weddings, graduations, births. I wanted to crawl there now so I would be close to them if my time was at hand. Gasping for breath, I rolled back against the bed and raised my, and berated myself as I raised myself up for being so stubborn and foolhardy, they all wanted to do was help. My thoughts began to swim and swirl. The, sh- the shrill ringing of the phone snatched me back to reality. Grappling with the receiver, I finally got my mouthpiece closed and made a croaking sound. A woman's voice answered back, This is 911. Thank goodness we reached you. I need your help. We are going to ask you some questions and make an only sound when I'm right. And we're going to start with the kind of house you live in. She ran through the list of descriptions, red, white, blue, yellow, big, small, ranch, colonial. No, no, that was not a house. I struggled to cry out despair. I tried to send the image over the line to her, forcing to concentrate. Finally, there was a pause. I know. You live in a trailer, right? We went through the same process of elimination for part. Of the town I lived in, my street, the side of the street, and I could hear people in the background rustling through the maps and the phone book. Finally came the one question I was waiting to answer. Are you Mrs. Jones on Mount Pleasant Church Road? Thank you, God. You thank you. In a matter of minutes, Carolyn was talking to me through a window while the fireman broke open my door. A short time later at the hospital, the, the doctors confirmed I was indeed suffering a minor stroke. This time I didn't mind the fussing over me so much, and I couldn't have been happier to see all my children and grandchildren fussing over me too during the next few days. I bounced right back and was out of the hospital inside of a week. The couple that had dialed my number 
Mike and Paula Pruitt, had called the police after hanging up with me. They had an idea about how they might have misdialed, and 911 took it from there, frantically uh, trying combinations of numbers until they got through to me. Today I'm back to normal, enjoying my independence again, but I'm not as sensitive as I was about my family looking in on me. They are not trying to run my life. They never have. They just love me and want me to be around for a long while. I've set up an intercom system from my trailer to Carolyn's, and everyone has the keys to my place. We all need one another. Kinfolk especially should stick close. Sometimes it might feel like it's stuffed together in a big can, but knocking elbows, knees, and pushing for space, but like the picture in my frame, but we are held together by love and by a God who can turn the wrong number into the right one. Amen. A beautiful story. I want to thank you for tuning in this morning. I'm sorry for all the fits and starts and everything else. And I wanted to uh, let you know that I'm okay. And I just had a couple technical glitches and other things going on. But you know what? God is here to help us, and nothing's going to be perfect ever. So we just got to get used to our imperfection, but we have to keep striving. So we may not be rich. But we're not poor in spirit either. So we are God's chosen one. And um, I ask everybody, let's just pray for each other. Let's forgive each other. Let's stay together. Okay, let's do our closing prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Thank you for joining Sacred Sunday. Come back next week and... Bring your family and friends, and you know that I love you, and I'm really happy to be here and have a purpose just to read a little bit of the Bible each week. And thank you for listening, and please keep me in your prayers. You know, I need you to pray for me as I pray for you. And in closing, may God bless and keep you in his loving arms, that you may have the strength to face whatever is ahead. You are never alone. I love you, and may your best dreams come true, and true love live in your heart. Message me if you have any concern. I'm Charlene Simpson McCain on Facebook if you want to friend me. And uh, pray for me, and I'll pray for you. And by my friends, happy trails to you. God bless you. And thank you, thank you for sticking with me. Love you. See you next week. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.